Welcome to another episode. Welcome to another. Welcome to another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Uh, make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so I can continue to bring you that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Every single day, y'all. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you subscribe. You are getting, you are getting the best daily Gamecock women's basketball coverage across the land. Across the land, y'all. Hey, we got a good one today, y'all. We got a good one today, y'all. We are going to address some rumors that have been thrown around, some rumors that's been uh, uh, you know, on the social medias and things of that nature. And that is, is there a scenario, is there a scenario where Camila Cardoza will come off the bench? Is there a scenario, though, uh, Camila Cardoza will come off the bench? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And um, she's back from Brazil. Back from Brazil. And we played Tennessee in two days, February the 15th. February the 15th, we played Tennessee. And um, Tennessee is is a, a good basketball team. Rakia Jackson is amazing. Rakia Jackson probably a top five, top six um, individual drafted in W. You know, we playing at Tennessee. Okay, now Tennessee has been on some. You know, isn't isn't Tennessee of old? They're not that squad no more. They're not no, that squad no more. Um, but we got to play basketball. The game is on ESPN prime time. Uh, I think it's at seven o'clock p.m. You know, so it's gonna be. Uh, uh, a nice situation. It's going to be an amazing situation, and we got to play ball. Camila Cardoza was in Brazil doing work over there, uh, doing her thing, doing her thing, doing what we think she's uh, capable of doing every single night she's on a basketball court. It's a reason why she's going to be drafted in the W high. You know, last projections I saw, she's going to be you know drafted top five. Top five. Camila Cardoza. Now, you know, um, in her absence against Missouri and against UConn, Ashlyn Watkins started at center. Chloe Kiss started at power forward. And national media was like, okay, Camila Cardoza is gone. Our leading uh, 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 rebounder, our leading uh, scorer is not on this basketball team for these two games. What would the offense, what would the defense look like? Well, if you follow Captain Will, you already know what the offense, what the defense look like because I talked about it. It's just the next female up. That's all it is. Next female up. When you got so many talented players, one player is injured, one player is away from the team, one player is across the uh, the world uh, trying to make the Olympic team, Next next player up. That's how we roll. That's why we recruit so well for those circumstances. And in her absence, Watkins started and Watkins balled. Yeah, she balled. She did. She was aggressive on both ends of the court, offensively and defensively. And it's amazing to see because you see what the future looks like with with Ashlyn Watkins, sophomore, for next year. Once Camila Cardoza is gone. But with Camila back, 
do Coach Staley put Camila on the bench and have Watkins starting? Let's talk. Let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at it. Uh, Ashley Watkins, six foot seven from Brazil, senior, started her career in Syracuse. Came to South Carolina her sophomore year before she, you know, went to Syracuse. She McDonald's All-American five-star recruit, top five ranked player in her recruiting class, number one center of her recruiting class. Okay. Ashton, uh, uh, Ashton Watkins was the 12th ranked player in her recruiting class, six foot three from Columbia. Okay. Um, won the McDonald's All-American dunk contest. We 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 know the things that she brings to the table. We know the things that Camila Cardoza brings to the table. This is a teletape, right? This is this like a, a UFC fight. This is a, an old school uh, 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 boxing match. This is what it is, right? Okay. Uh, Camila Cardoza. Let's talk about Camila Cardoza first. Overall, overall, in all the ball games that she's played, I think it's 21 ball games, 21 games that she's played, missed two. Her, uh, she's averaging about 25 minutes a game. 25 minutes a game. I think it's 25.3 minutes a game. She's averaging 14 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three blocks, two turnovers. 60% from the field and 68% from the free throw line. Lane, line. That those those are solid to excellent numbers, especially for this basketball team. Those numbers, like I said before, lead the team in points, lead the team in rebounds. Cumulative numbers through 21 basketball games. She's shooting 60% from the field, 68% from the free throw line. Camila Cardoza, likely, if those numbers hold up, are likely to be the SEC player of the year. I don't care what other teams players are doing. She's playing for the number one team in the country. And according to those numbers, she's the best player on this basketball team. Okay. Um, and I also predict if those numbers hold up and we continue our number one ranking, which I assume we will, she will be on a all American team. First team or second team. The numbers speak for itself, and this is the number one team in the country. So, so stats will be spread out on this basketball team because everybody shares the ball. Everybody eats. Everybody takes shots. There's no high usage rate uh, uh, for players on this team. No high usage rate. I think the highest usage rate for our team is Malaysia Fullwall. I think hers is like 27%. You know what Juju Watkins is? Juju Watkins has the highest usage rate in the country. Like 45%. Caitlin Clark is number two, like 42%. Okay. So our team spreads the ball around, and Camila Cardoza is doing that work. And, you know, in SEC play, in SEC play, because she's played in nine SEC games, played in nine SEC games, and because she, you know, uh, uh, she missed the Missouri game. And for, uh, for this, purpose of exercise i'm going to say uconn was an sec game so i'm going to count that game as a quote-unquote sec game so she missed two quote-unquote sec games okay but her stats are still very very good there's no way of denying it there's no way of denying the 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 impact that camila cardoza has 
and is doing for the South Carolina game. I said, no one in the nine. No one in the nine. In the SEC play, which is a very good conference, going to have multiple teams in the tournament, and which I think increased. I think got better over time. I think got better over time. In SEC play, Camila Cardoza's average 25 minutes a game, similar to what she averaged in regular play. Averaging 14 points, nine rebounds, 1.88 assists per basketball game, two blocks, 57% for the field, 64% from the free throw line, 2.00 turnovers per game. And you might ask the question, like, why are you talking in decimal points? Why are you doing that? It will make sense. Stay with me. Stay with me, fam. Just stay with me. Camila Cardoza is an excellent basketball player. Excellent basketball player with excellent stats. Let's talk about Ashlyn Watkins. Let's talk about Ashlyn Watkins overall. Overall. Most of the time, Ashlyn Watkins comes off the bench. Come off the bench, right? She's averaging 20 minutes a game. Averaging 20 minutes a game. Nine points. Seven rebounds. Three blocks, shooting 58% from the field, 55% overall from the free throw line. Those are good numbers. Those numbers are very similar to what Camila Cardoza had last year off the bench in which she won the SEC Six Woman of the Year. Those numbers are very comparable to her numbers last year. Ashlyn Watkins. Sophomore, comparable numbers to what Camila Carr did as a junior last year. Something to watch out about. In SEC play, 11 basketball games. Remember, remember, I'm counting the UConn game, okay? In SEC play, Ashlyn Watkins is averaging 24 minutes. Her minutes per, per game went up by four minutes. She's also averaging still nine points. But now she's averaging eight rebounds. She's averaging 1.45 assists per basketball game. Okay? Camila Cardoza's averaging 1.88. Not much of a difference. Not much of a difference. Camila Cardoza is averaging this, uh, just a tick more assists. And we we talk, we lament about the 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 uh the uh high post game of a high low game of Camila and Chloe and how they are so in sync and how much of a great passer Camila Cardoza is. Well, she's about a half of assists ahead of Ashlyn Watkins. And nobody thought that Ashlyn Watkins was a, 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 a decent to a pretty good assist maker. Didn't think about that. She's averaging three blocks a game in SEC play. Camila Cardoza is averaging two blocks, two blocks in more time. She plays a minute more, okay? And, and the field goal percentage, Ashton Watkins is 61% from the field. Camila Cardoza, 57%, 57%. So through SEC play, Ashton Watkins ha is shooting a higher percentage than Camila Cardoza, the six foot seven. 
uh, potential SEC player of the year, Ashlyn Watkins, is 4% higher. And in free throws, this blew my mind. This blew my mind, my mind, blew it all the way. Ashlyn Watkins is shooting 65% from the free throw line in SEC play. SEC play, locked in, knows her assignment, and putting in work. Camila Cardoza is averaging 64% in free throws in SEC play, in conference play. Ashton Watkins is averaging 1.36 turnovers per basketball game in SEC play. Camila Cardoza is averaging 2.00 turnovers. Remember I said, just stay with me. Those decimal points are going to mean something. This is what it means. This is what it means. The numbers are very comparable, y'all. The numbers are very compatible. In the SEC play, Condoza plays a little bit more than Condoza. And then um, Watkins, just, just a little bit. In terms of points per game, Cardoza is averaging about five points more per game than Watkins. Rebounds, Cardoza getting one more rebound than, uh, than Watkins. Assists, a half of uh, 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 a half of assists a game, more. Half of assists a game. Watkins, one more block shot. But she's shooting a higher field goal percentage and she's shooting a higher free throw percentage and she commits less turnovers. You know, studying this, I was like, wow, this is much closer than what I thought because I was like, oh, for sure, Camila Cardoza has to start. There's no scenario in which, oh, Captain Will's mind that um, that I can and say that Camila Cardoza would not start for the Gamecocks. None. None. But once you start peeling that onion back, and I want to appreciate, uh, I cannot remember the subscriber name, but I appreciate you, sister, about throwing this scenario my way. And I was like, okay, this is dope. This is something I can talk about. I appreciate you. But I love analytics. I love numbers. I love the how things are shaped offensively, how things are shaped defensively. I like re-watching the game and just follow the players and not the basketball. I love doing that because you see what everybody is doing. A lot of times you're watching the game, you, you follow the basketball, but you don't follow the other four players on the basketball team. You just follow the ball. But I love watching it the other way. I love watching the other way. And, and in watching with my eyes, you kind of notice that, I kind of noticed that uh, Ashley Watkins is, you know, the best defender on this team. I watch it with my eyes. I watch it. Now, y'all know how I love analytics. You know how I love analytics and how I love breaking down the numbers of the of the team's offensive rating, of the team's defensive rating. You know I love doing those things, and I talk about it pretty much every day. But what I've never done is break down the individual player offensive rating, the individual player defensive rating. And I thought this was a good time to talk about uh, Camila Cardoza and, and do a comparison, say, for Camila Cardoza and, and, and Ashton Wack. It's not, it's not, it's not um, like um, uh, rocket science. It's not, you know, set in stone. It's not none of those things. But just for comparison's sake, and we compare an offensive rating versus defensive rating. For both of these players, 
And you're talking about the number of points they give up per 100 possessions, okay? So, so or score in, in 100 possessions, all right? So the offensive rate, and this is specifically just for SEC play, SEC play. So we're not factoring in when we play Clemson or Mississippi Valley State or, or South Dakota State. None of these teams, none of these teams that we're factoring in, okay? So offensive rating specifically, Camila Cardoza has an offensive rating of 119.3. 119.3. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in conference play, Ashlyn Watkins is the pretty much the same, but a tick big tick, a tick better than Camilla Cardoza. Ashlyn Watkins is 119.8. 119.8. I didn't expect that. I or I just thought these easy uh uh, uh layups that uh uh Cardoza is getting and and she putting the ball back in the basket, all those different things that we see, these bunnies and all this stuff, that her rating was going to be a lot higher than Ashley Watkins, uh, but it's not. Matter of fact, Ashley Watkins' offensive rating is a little higher than Camila Cardoza. And then we talk about the defensive rating. I already mentioned that I thought that, you know, in my eyes, my video eyes, uh, I thought that. Ashton Watkins was the best defensive player on this team. I thought she was the best defensive player on the team. We see the block shots. We see all those things. But sometimes block shots doesn't necessarily mean that you're one of the best defenders on this team. It doesn't. Or one of the best defenders in the SEC. It doesn't. But Camila Cardoza has a defensive rating, y'all, of 76.1. You know what Ashton Watkins' defensive rating is? It's not 76.1. It is 72.6. 72.6. Three and a half points better than Camila Cardoza. The, the net uh, uh, rating for both of these players is Ashlyn Watkins, 47.2. Camila Cardoza, 43.2. Four points better. Analytically speaking, we just talking about analytically speaking. We ain't talking about what we see on the TV. We're not talking about what we see uh, at the live thing. We're not talking about what you see, you know, on your laptop or your phone. Analytically speaking, Ashlyn Watkins is having a better overall year than Camila Cardoza. It blew my mind, too. I had no idea. And I was surprised as hell. I had no idea. I had no idea. That is why I love analytics. It breaks everything down. It breaks possession by possession. Minute by minute. That's what I love. That's what I get up for. I'm going to do a shot after this show because I'll be so happy. Will Camila Cardoza sit on the bench and Ashley Watkins start? I don't know the answer to that question. We'll find out Thursday. But I tell you this right here, the reason there was no drop-off with Ashley Watkins starting and Camila Cardoza playing overseas, overseas with her team, uh, Brazil, was because in actuality, according to analytics, the team got better at the starting position, we're having Ashlyn Watkins instead of Camila Cardoza. 
I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. This is such a tough decision for Coach Staley to decide who to start. Both of them going to get the minutes. Both of them average about 25, 24 minutes a game. So who starts the ball game? Do we go back with Camila Cardoza? Because she didn't lose her position. You know what I'm saying? She just went overseas and, and, and did her thing. But in her absence, Ashton Watkins put in work. Can you lose your position when you didn't really lose your position? Ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait for Thursday. I can't wait to see how this thing unfolds. And I cannot wait to track more individual play of analytic individual play from our team and comparing other teams. Because tomorrow, I'm doing a show. I'm going to do a show previewing the game versus Tennessee. But I'm also going to do my midseason awards. SEC, NCAA. I'm going to do my first team, SEC. I'm going to do my first team, NCAA, All-American. You know what it's going to uh, also it's going to encompass? It's going to encompass defense, y'all. It is going to encompass defense, the all-around player. You heard what I said about a net rating for, for these uh, two special queens, two special queens. I'm going to do the net rating for those players that just play offense and see what they act. Do they actually play defense? Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun tomorrow. Yo, this concludes another episode of Gamecocks talk with captain. Will I am your man, captain. Will make sure you like, make sure you share and make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks talk with captain. Will so I can continue to bring you that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Day, you are now you loud rocking with the best because ain't nobody giving these numbers like Captain Will. Nobody out there. Come rock with your man, Captain Will. Let's go. Let's go.